Pastor Hanley, um, there's been a lot of back and forth going on in terms of our church is going to open, our church is going to be closed, our church is going to be open again. Um, I'm starting to wonder what's going on. I, I've, I've heard some questions from small group leaders, some, some church friends, just kind of what, what's going on with our church, uh, with everything going on with the courts. And yeah, what's our plan? Can you let us know what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, this is this is quite amazing in, in terms of the the past twenty four hours because um, you know Friday noon our time Los Angeles President Trump declared churches as essential. He made a very strong statement ordering governors to honor churches that want to and are ready to open. And and, and he did say that uh, we we should follow uh, the guidelines. And the CDC released uh, guidelines which they hadn't released before for faith based communities. Uh, or, or, or houses of worship. So that was helpful. And, and so, so you begin to see rumblings. You know, there were already the churches in California planning to reopen on March 31st. Um, and then all of a sudden, today, around, I don't know what time, but, but I, I just saw it maybe um, around dinner time, our time right. in LA. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. all these news reports going around about uh, is it the Ninth Circuit Court ruled? And they up, they're, uphold, they're upholding our governor's order to keep close, the churches closed. So um, that's kind of what's happening in the media. And obviously, I'm paying attention to it. Our pastors are paying attention to it. Um, in terms of SCBC Walnut, we have a reopening task force that's been working hard. And our reopening task force has been guided by four principles. Our four principles are legality, safety, sustainability, and glory. Uh, and so legality, meaning we want to look at the, the, the government, the CDC health restrictions. I mean, these are supposed to be good restrictions to protect people and to make sure that we're doing things according to the CDC as well as, um, you know, government guidelines. So, so we do feel like at this point in the ball game, we want to, you know, uh, practice what is legal. That also runs into some insurance issues, you know, that you want to make sure your insurance is going to back you because you are following your local uh, or federal state local guidelines um right. and i'm not an insurance person so you know if i misspoke <laughs> on that and you're an insurance expert then that's that, that's something else i'm not on the task force <laughs> um the, the second one safety that includes everything from sanitation to social distancing to do you uh, to face masks and, and do you sing outside do you sing at all is mm. it safe and just researching all of that, talking to our frontline workers, our medical, getting the medical counsel, um, and, and making sure that we can, you know, how many services do you run, you know, uh, surveying people, would they even come back, and, 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 and in what phases, and, um, and who would we encourage to stay home because of their susceptibility. So all of that is safety. Sustainability is that are these plans going to be sustainable? Are we going to be able to maintain this? Um, is it reasonable or is it going to just drain us so much that that people come and the quality is so low and they feel so restricted that, that they're not going to come back after week two? So what's sustainable? Um, and then obviously there's more to that. And then glory is simply what glorifies God. And, and so, mm. so that's everything from being a good witness to the community, to the local neighbors surrounding the church, how they feel about it, to um, to whether or not the worship is going to be God glorifying and, and are you honoring you know, your own members in terms of protecting. So, so there's a lot, there's a lot there. Um, so last night, our, our senior pastor uh, did release a, a statement that was just mainly directed an email to our leadership. 
Right. Uh, so this was to our, our, our lead pastors did meet yesterday in the afternoon on, online. Okay. Uh, and then, so our senior pastor sent out um, an email to all of our pastors, our deacons and our officers. Um, and, and we did give the blessing that the officers and deacons can go ahead and distribute that email to that's internal communication to any small group leader or, or any church member that's asking for that. So we don't okay. have, we don't have a, a public announcement yet because yeah. we do want to be cautious to wait for all of these developments. Right. So, so yeah. Look, yeah. you look at these developments within, within the last eight hours, even. And, and, and so we're going to wait. And so, so I, I think how we're thinking about it is one, we're, we're thankful for the, that we have these guidelines now uh, and, and, and our task force can now look at these guidelines and, and, and we're going to wait um, and pray that on Monday, our governor gives us, more guidelines that that reflect our standard and then our task force can look at those and that will really help us to kind of make sure that we ensure this uh th that we can do this safely so i think for our church one of the things we're thinking about and every church is going to have to think differently so this is mm -hmm. specifically for our church um you know we know that even if it's legal so even if all restrictions are lifted um mm -hmm. by may 31st i'm pretty sure our task force which i have complete confidence in them that uh, that we wouldn't be ready to have all the safety stuff up. So just I know this is I'm not the best at illustrations, right? But imagine that you have a brand new roller coaster. Okay, it's okay. ready to go. Okay, but, but you got to test all the safety protocols, right? So so just because you have the thing built out, you need to first guarantee that it's safe. You know, so is it legal? Yeah, it's legal. It, it, you know, do, are you meeting code and everything? Yes, you are. But you need to kind of test mm. it to mm, see mm. if it's going to malfunction or if someone's going to fall off, you know, mm, mm, uh, in, mm. in the same way, you know, it might be legal for FCBC Walnut, but, but we really need to test and kind of run through things and, and kind of see it. So, so we're going to play on the cautious side and I know that doesn't please everyone, but, um, but our pastors and our leadership is, is completely united on this. Okay. So just, just to reiterate, I'm just, you know, an FCBC Walnut member if I hear something in the news or from the government, I mean, really, it doesn't matter to me because we're just we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Uh, it would be good if, if the government says we're open, but for us, we're we're gonna wait and we're gonna think everything through. Is that is that correct? Well, it, it's not so much we're gonna wait indefinitely. We're waiting while we're working, right? Okay. So, okay. Right. 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 So, so pre, uh, I, I guess before Friday, there was mm -hmm. this whole discussion everywhere about legality, and now that the the courts have ruled. I mean, now we're in California, we're back in this, 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 this discussion of legality, but, um, but, but, but I think because we have guidelines now that are more clear, it gives more direction. I see. Um, I see. You know, we, we had some guidelines before, but we didn't have something official where, where we felt like our consciences, conscience as a church, were able to freely just work. But, but now we have the government guidelines in addition to other um, other guidelines that, that we picked up or other plans that we studied from the May 31st churches just to yeah. not to follow them, but just to learn kind of, Hey, how mm. are you guys going to do this safely? Or are you going to do it safely? Um, yeah. and, and so, so, you know, I, I think, I think we want to send the message to our people that rest assured, uh, there are a lot of things that our pastors have to think through. It's, not as, it's not as easy as people think, you know, there are people telling us, Hey, open up. Um, there are others saying, please do not. I and mean, we're talking about, you know, uh, demography, like, like groups of people, not just one or two people. Sure. Right, right, right. right. 
hey, even if you open up, we don't feel safe com- coming. We have people who have just lost loved ones, right, mm-hmm. um, from COVID-19. We got to be sensitive to that. We have people who are susceptible. We have a lot of children um, and youth. So I-, I think, you know, the pastors are constantly getting different opinions and different voices. And we need to listen to God and we need to, we can look at other churches, we can look at yeah. the government, but we need to do what we feel God is leading us to do that's best for our people. And right now we don't feel confident that by May 31st um, that we can do it safely. Now, can it be a couple mm. weeks after that? We don't know. So that's what I we're going to look to our task force. So mm. I think the message is that we're working on it. Yeah. And we care, we're paying attention. Uh, and, and obviously our goal is eventually to gather together again, but we want to do it safely. Right, right. You said that there's a lot of things that you're thinking through. Um, you want to share even more of that? I know you, you gave me some already mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in terms of like the, the demographics of the people. Um, I mean, what else are you thinking through? You're thinking through communion, you're thinking through singing, and then <laughs> are, are, and what other voices are, are, are coming at you, man? Are you, are you getting, you know, texts from officers and deacons and just members and yeah. You know, okay. Families. So, or, yeah. What, what are you going through? Exactly? So, I mean, I, I think something that's complex is that we are a church of three congregations. There okay. is no okay. way that one congregation is going to open while two others don't or, or two open one doesn't. We're going to do everything as one church unified. And so when, when you consider that we have, we're, we're a Chinese heritage church with immigrants right. and we have right. people from Asia. I mean, people from Asia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Not too many people in the English congregation talk about this, but in one right. of our recent pastoral staff meetings, I don't know about if this has changed this week, but two weeks mm-hmm. ago, keep in mind that Hong Kong is ahead of us. Mm-hmm. We were informed mm-hmm. that the churches in Hong Kong are still closed. Right. So, right. Right. so as much as our Chinese congregants, there's going to be some who want to come back mm-hmm. for us to tell them, Hey, we want to make sure that we ensure that it's safe for you to come back. They totally say, Amen. You know, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm sure that some of you are listening to this and say, "No, we want to come back now." But <laughs> that's coming from the the Chinese side, right? Right, right. The other thing is that is that we need to consider that, um, and, and and so so this is this is you know, uh, you can take it how you want to take it. But as a mm. as a pastor of a Chinese church, we have to remember it doesn't matter where we stand politically. You can be red, you can be blue. Uh, it doesn't matter for better or worse. COVID nineteen has created some. Uh, unfair perceptions of Chinese people. It's okay? true. Yeah, it's and this true. has extended to other Asians. Um, yeah. And again, it doesn't matter where you stand politically, you can be red or blue, that there's been the media and, and different media outlets, depending on where you stand, have said yeah. things politically aimed at China. Right, right. That has further amplified people's uh, unfair perception of Chinese Americans and Chinese immigrants in America. I- I agree with that. And we yes. have Chinese. We have Chinese immigrants in our church, and we we are Chinese American. Yeah, yeah. Majority yeah. wise, right? And right. So, yeah. so on Mother's Day, on Mother's okay. Day, there there was a church in California that reopened. Uh, they okay. they violated restrictions and they reopened. Okay. And uh, someone had COVID nineteen and one hundred eighty people quarantined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard of another you know that, that happened also in another church somewhere else in the state. Mm-hmm. And the question that we've discussed as pastors is is what if that was a Chinese church? Right. 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 Not that we're motivated by fear, right? But, but what if that was a Chinese church? Do you think that the public and the media would be as forgiving <laughs> versus a white church? Right, um, right, right. I'm not getting racial. I'm mm-hmm, just saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stuff and, we need and, to think so, through. 
So when you're talking about safety, I mean, could there be repercussions as we're holding a service? Could, mm-hmm. could there be, um, you know, vandalism to the building? I mean, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. what happened in Mississippi, right? There was a church mm-hmm. that was burned down. Um, right. Yeah. You know, because they violate restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Context of thinking of context of us trying to follow restrictions. Right. Uh, but the, but the government says, you know, no, and we're doing the May 3rd first thing or something like that. Mm. And then the community hears about it and we do have like, we don't mean for it, but there's some type of, someone gets sick, there's an outbreak and, and it gets reported. What's that going to say to the Chinese community? And here's the thing too. Mm. We can't expect the people that God has called us to reach and evangelize to think right. like right. a Christian. Okay. And, right. and, and so, so we are specifically uniquely positioned to reach at least our Chinese congregations to reach the Chinese community. Right, right, right. We're talking about non-Christians. Yep, yep. And the Chinese community is an honor-shame community. When you do something good, people praise you. Right. You bring um, unnecessary negative perception or shame upon the Chinese community. Yep. uh, That does hurt your way to... So so again, that's not our number one motivating factor. That's not the number one thing we discuss. Right. When I talk with other pastor friends, I mean, this is something I think that's unique to a church that is Chinese with three congregations that's surrounded in a community of Chinese people. Right, 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 right. There, right. There's not one English congregation member that, that, that has talked to me about that. Sure. You know, yeah. yeah. That's on a burden of our, of our pastoral heart. And, and again, I don't say this as in, in a negative sense, but, but sure, there are people who are coming and say, pastor, you got to open up. You got to open up. My heart is with you. I feel you. I love you. I wish we could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something bad happens. Are you going to stand with me? Mm. Are you going to stand with me, you know, or, or mm-hmm. as, as I, as I apologize, right? Or, yeah. or, or yeah. do the right thing. Yeah. This is the burden that, that, that we bear as pastors and leaders that, that when we make a decision, we are not only representing God in the sense of our ordained office, we are representing our church yeah. to the community. So, yeah. so, yeah. so again, you know, that's, that's something that we think about. That's again, that's not our number one guiding force. I mean, yeah. we, we are not primarily concerned about what the outside world is about. <laughs> right, us, right, 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 right. Um, so, but, but if you ask me what's something else that's on my mind and on our minds as we plan and, and why we want to make sure that we ensure safety, is, yeah. it, is, it, is it if something happens, one, we want to make sure that we're legal yeah. okay, so that nobody can say, like, here's a bunch of Chinese people who defied the restrictions <laughs> and look what yeah. happened. So right, right, number right. one, we want to make sure that we're legal mm. and and, 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 and number two, we want to be able to stand and say, look, we followed every health precaution. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. That, that, and, and I think we can stand before God then and say, look, you know, that's the, that then our, our witness stands on its own. Yeah. yeah, and you make a good point, man. I mean, we're not, we're not standing at the end of the day in front of judges or kings or rulers or human authority we stand in front of god with our conscience and you know the the commands to love god and love others right, right. and so we need to think that through in in our specific context what that looks like um right. yeah. and and in our specific context we have three congregations multi-generational right. and that that's a lot of stuff to think through um i just want to put you on the spot man uh Masks, masks. <laughs> I mean, if we come back, okay, let, let's say that the task force is like all good, right? And we come back. Right. Like, I, I just want to know, like, can I wear my mask? 
do what you know like what, what is there going to be stigma if i want to wear my mask like <laughs> what would you say to this you know um our church would definitely recommend face masks i mean the obvious thing is that you know we're asian yeah I mean, look at asia look at taiwan yeah. look at hong kong yeah. we were wearing masks question, before right? a pandemic yeah right so 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 that's one that that's not a racial statement either no it's you know, not it's that's, not that's no. a fact um, I know that there's different narratives about whether or not face masks work or not. Mm. Um, he- here's the thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we pray for frontline uh, or, or healthcare workers on the frontline. We pray for medical professionals and we consult them. We ask them, hey, how can we pray for you? Yeah. What's going on? What's the situation? Right. And, and I know that early on, and even in some places now, one of the primary prayer request was a lack of PPEs. Yep. I know yep. that the masks that we wear are not the same as the medical grade PPEs. Right, right, right. But, but, but if that's what they're telling us, and if they're telling us that this is, this is recommended mm-hmm. um, and we're praying for them, mm-hmm. then, then, then I, I think definitely we would, we would not only recommend masks, but we would say if you want to come worship, um, that we would, we would probably ask that you, you wear a mask or we would provide the mask, at least at our church. Now, again, I'm not speaking for the task force. Um, right. I know there's different views on this, but I think generally right. everybody that I'm talking to here, if you're a member of FCBC Walnut, you probably have a mask. You're probably mm-hmm. shopping <laughs> right. or with a mask. Right, right, right. You know, so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for face masks. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't think anyone likes it, um, you know, because the church is designed so that we can see each other face to face and mm-hmm, be able to mm-hmm. see the smile and, and, and interact in that way. But I think right. for the, again, to love our neighbor and to love one another and to help each other, you know, maintain, um, I, I think that the safest environment, I, I think face masks are recommended. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as a registered nurse, you know, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> there's, you, I mean, you said it, there's a lack of PPE and this is what, this is what the nurses and, and the medical professionals you know, need and want. And so I think it, it's, it's respectful in, in that sense, you know, where, right. where, 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 you know, as, as me, as a member of FCBC Walnuts, I feel respected as a healthcare per- professional where you're saying like, Hey, you know, we gotta, we gotta respect, you know, the, the healthcare workers cause they don't have it. And we need to, you know, make sure that we, right. we, we help them out with that and support and do what we can to, um, you know, to follow whatever guidelines we can in terms of, uh, you know, what we're supposed to do with that stuff. So I appreciate that, man. Um, hey, man, you know, like, where, where is, where is your confidence in all of this, man? Is your confidence in face masks? Is your confidence in the World Health Organization? Um, yeah, how, 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 what do you think of when you just go put your head down at the end of the day, man? Look, um, I'm 39 years old. And um, I pray that I get at, at least 25 more years of ministry. Okay. And I don't want to be doing ministry online. Like, like the, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not saying it's bad, but, but I don't want to be, I, I don't envision that unless Jesus comes back, I don't envision this as the church. Yeah, right. What we're right. going through now. Right. So for anyone who thinks like, oh, yeah, man, is our church just going to stay online? No. You know, I, I think our hope is on our solid rock, Jesus Christ, that he is the head of the church. Mm-hmm. And even the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Mm-hmm. And Jesus designed the church to be a physical in-person gathering. Yes, you can have online ministries. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the Jesus designed 
for the church to be a physical gathering. It's always been that way. It will be that way. It will be that way in heaven. And so our confidence is that Jesus is our sovereign Lord. He's head over the church. He's, he loves the church more than us. We love the church, but he loves his bride. He loves his body. And in, you know, my confidence is we're going to come back from this stronger. You know, Mm. we may lose um, some who maybe were just maybe in America or in the West, they were attending church uh, as consumers. We might lose those individuals, but at the same time, you're going to reach some people who weren't believers before who are asking questions about God and Jesus right now because of the pandemic. And they're going to come into the church and become members that that need to be discipled. And, and I have so much confidence in, in what Jesus is doing in our church members. Our Mm. church members are faithfully responding. They're gathering in their groups. I know it's hard for them. Some of them really, they really miss church. I miss church, but they're gathering in their groups they're serving each other. Our relief team is, is, is blessing the greater community as well as serving those within our church in need. There's complete unity among our pastors. I mean, it's just amazing, mm. right? I mm. mean, there's it, it just, uh, you know, we had our lead pastors meet. Imagine after Trump announced, imagine if one of the pastors, you know, just, just dissented or, or, or just, just was really passionate about, no, we need to open tomorrow because our prayer <laughs> right. It was just, as we were talking, we, we, we all have the desire to come back together again, but there's complete yeah. Yeah. Um, pastoral staff. And, and you don't see that in, in, you know, across the board in, in a lot of ethnic churches or Chinese heritage churches like ours, to be honest. Yeah. So, so, so you, you do see the hand of God working, um, and for FCBC one of the members, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being patient with our pastors. Thank you for mm. being so loving to us. Mm. Um, you know, we've, ex- we've received uh, nothing but encouragement and love, even though we know that we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. And, and, and you know, we're, we're not the, the, the big church down the block. I mean, I, I know we have a reasonable size, but we're not that high production, <laughs> you know, like, uh, like non-Asian not, church that has yeah. the best people are stuck with yeah. us. And, That's not and who I mean, we are, man. Yeah, that's not who we are. And I know yeah. our, our, our worship, you know, whatever our online views are going down and everything. I mean, that's not what we go for. But, <laughs> but our, members, our, our members are faithful. Mm. And, and so I do see that Jesus is going to bring us back together. And when we come back together, it's going to be a celebration. Yeah, um, man. And, and I just look forward to that day where we can do it safely. So let me, let me, let me push you here. When you say we're going to come back stronger, do you mean FCBC Walnut or do you mean all churches in the world, the church I, with the capital C. I, I do think um, all churches that, that preach the gospel and, and hold to the biblical <laughs> truth. I mean, I can't speak for every church, right? I know. I know. But, yeah. but, but I think, FC, I think I, I can speak for, for FCBC and the churches that we are networked with and what I've heard. You see, if, if our definition of, of coming back strong and successful is, is to retain size Mm. numbers, finances, all that. Mm. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. It could. Mm. It's going to be a while. But if we're talking about churches, yes, physically gathering again, but focusing on, 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 the, on the essentials of what it means to be the church. Yeah. And, and, and those are the individuals who are faithfully going to come back, right? Yeah. Those, those yeah. Who, who like all the, all the programs are gone. Sure. All the sure. flash is gone during this inter, intermediate period. And they right, still come right. back worshiping yeah. um, where the quality is not hundred percent. You know, you're going to, you're going to see uh, the resilience 
of Jesus's genuine disciples. Mm, mm. Right? It's always been that way throughout church history. And they're the ones that he has kept. <laughs> he, he, he did it. He did it himself. Yeah. Man, Hanley, thank you so much, man. Any, any last words of encouragement you want to give to, to our church or to any other churches? Maybe other pastors are listening in, man. Any other things? I mean, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of back and forth in, in the entire world, and especially in the last you know, week or so, there's been a lot of back and forth, man. Anything you want to say? And we can, we'll, we'll definitely uh, do more episodes. We're going to try to crank these episodes of walnut commentary out a little bit more timely um just because because we need to be more proactive about that but yeah man it, well, how would you like to end end this one with a word yeah to I, I would i would i would encourage pastors with first peter five to shepherd the flock among you in the best way that you can people understand that in a pandemic that you're limited in some things that you can do but remember that we're called to minister the word of God. We can't do everything. The government may restrict you, you know, during certain times, you can't visit people in the hospital or nursing home, Yeah. but find a way to minister the word of God. And, 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 and my encouragement is that, you know, I, I think we can be discouraged. We can be lonely. We can look at stats and say, look, no one's watching the videos and, and stuff mm. like that. Will people mm. ever come back? Mm. Um, remember that there are things that can't be reproduced on Google, on online, or, or even if, if you have church members who are watching like the big church and, and their production, there are certain things that only you as a pastor can do, which is to know your people, to shepherd them, and to deliver God's word in a way where you understand them and you love them. Yeah. And, and you're going to be there for them. You know, you, you, you're, you're going to minister through that. I mean, last Saturday, I did a COVID wedding, right? I mean, so, <laughs> so I mean, you're going you're gonna to be there. And so... Uh, shepherd the flock of God, right? And and exercise oversight and do it humbly and trust the Lord because the chief shepherd, he is going to appear, right? And he is going to to affirm, you know, what his under shepherds are doing. And so don't be afraid. Trust in the chief shepherd and remember who you work for. We work for the, for the chief shepherd. And I want to encourage, you know, church members too, that, that I know that, I know that we live in a political world. So you're going to hear things coming from the right. You're going to hear things coming from the left. Mm -hmm. uh, there's always going to be things that are true and there's going to be things that are false. Try to stay focused on what the word of God says. The word of God reveals a people of God going through various calamities. There's always a remnant, right? That, that goes through the Old Testament, going through trial after trial, challenge after trial. Then you look at the New Testament church and you look at how they suffered and you look at how they came out stronger and when you look at religion, like Christianity should be dead. You know, everything that they did to Christians, we ought to be dead, but we come out stronger. I mean, it's been 2000 years and the church has prevailed and the church will continue to prevail. So that would be for church members, uh, church, you know, Christians generally out there. And then, and, and I would say for, um, for those of FCBC Walnut, be encouraged. You know, um, there, there's, there's a lot of things that can happen in a pandemic to church leadership and to church people mm. that, that we have seen the grace of God hold our church together. Like, like I mentioned how it's unbelievable how united our pastoral staff is across the board, all languages. And I think this, this, this then, you know, goes down to our deacons and, and then because they, the example is set that will God willing go down to our officers and then just to see our groups, I will say this, small group attendance has increased. Mm. People who didn't check into groups before, who were disconnected right. and were right. just 
Sunday and leaving are checking into groups. Yeah, they're we, they're meeting like on a weekly right. basis. Right. I mean, not every group yeah. is 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 as encouraged of going, but generally, right. Right. when we check in with our groups, we see that the Lord is sustaining the church in an unfavorable situation. This is not our favorite. This is un prefer. We don't prefer. It's not our preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. small groups online, you know. So be encouraged, FCBC Walnut. Um, you know, the Lord has, has really guided us through a lot of challenges. He will bring us through this one. Um, and, and when we come back together, you know, we're going to be here, you know, we're going to be here together and we're going to celebrate this. Yeah, man. Well, Pastor Hanley, thank you for taking the time to do this, this podcast. Um, like I said, we're going to try to do more and I appreciate you just sharing your heart with us. I think that's what makes this, this Walnut commentary special (laughs) is that I really get to press into you and uh, just get to hear like what, what's going on with, with you in your life and what's on your heart for, for FCBC Walnut. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's always a joy, Aaron.